When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Dante Barti, defensive analyst, University of Oregon. This is Matt Drinkle from Army West Point Football, co-offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. And you're listening to the Coaching Coach Coordinator, coordinator Podcast. Podcast. Every coordinator goes into it at the beginning of the year is like, boy, I really want to major in this, or I think we're going to do that. And like, what you think only matters some. So what I do is I run an internal analysis whenever we're tackling, and to find out, hey, boy, we are really, really good at this. And there's some evaluation tools I use in pass protection outside of sacks that are really, really helpful. But it really tells you, like, hey, this team, these players, with these guys, and these coaches, right now we're doing these things really well. These things need some improvement, and these things need to be thrown away. We all start with a plan of how we would like things to look and how we expect things to go. Occasionally, those plans are spot on, and we continue with our progress. Most of the time in this dynamic game, we need to evaluate the progress we plan and expect it against what we actually see as we begin our implementation and execution of that plan. We have to adjust for a number of factors involving both our players' performance and the progress of making our schemes effective and ready for game day. That's what our guests today give us insight into. They share their thoughts on evaluating players and deciding who is most ready, as well as developing the -the down-the-line guys. They also share their thoughts on what schemes should be getting the repetitions now as we quickly head towards that first kickoff. We are joined by two repeat performers on the podcast, who I have the privilege of talking ball with frequently off-air as well. Matt Drinkle first joined us in 2017 when he was the head coach at Kansas Wesleyan. He did an incredible job there and demonstrated his unique approach to coaching and leadership. He's now the co-offensive coordinator and offensive line coach at Army West Point. I've talked to Dante Barti for years and he's participated in our clinics and most recently joined our Accelerate Everything series with Dub Maddox. Dub called Dante the goodwill hunting of defensive football and he truly is very knowledgeable on the game. He's now an analyst at Oregon. I value both of these coaches for their detailed thinking on the game, and I am excited to share their thoughts on evaluation and adjustments midway through camp. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. 
It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. First up is Coach Barty. He shares how they evaluate the calls they are installing as well as the reps they are distributing amongst their personnel and the value of those reps. He then shares the three-step process for self-scouting in camp. We self-scout in camp, which is really important for us. That allows us to kind of evaluate both from a strategic level, the calls that we're using and how effective they are. And then from a player personnel perspective, we're always evaluating uh, whether it's the number of reps a player is getting to see their improvement, like, reps equal production so if they're not getting productive reps then we have to make sure we either make an adjustment in their rep count if it's someone we think is a key factor in our our system or we have to reevaluate whether or not that player's reps are of enough value from a program perspective and so if we constantly do that type of evaluation using the rep counts as the benchmark we can plus or minus those counts to see what value we're gaining. And then in practice, we're evaluating what's the performance of those reps. And so constantly keeping track of both the rep counts and then the evaluation of the value of those reps allows us to continue to evaluate the progress a player is making throughout camp, right? especially when you get into the middle of camp, because some guys – Maybe there's an injury. Maybe they're getting tired. How do we evaluate the value of those reps? Flipping things over to the scheme side and looking at that self-scout portion of that, things maybe that will be ready for week one, things that maybe will take a little bit more time to get to the point where you want. How are you looking at then the scheme and evaluating You know, where are you going to start, especially as you head into week one? One, we got to go through back through the foundational components of whatever our defensive system is. So what are the foundational principles that are going to get us to play fast? What are the calls that are going to be made when things go poorly? Because when things go poorly, we want calls on our call list that we know we can run. So that's the first thing that we're going to be installing within camp, right? The second thing that we have to consider is the opponents we know we have to beat. So when you look at your evaluate your schedule, like we can beat these people. This is a, a, a really important game. This is going to be a really challenging game. What calls are you implementing early on to beat those opponents? Because we're looking to beat everyone, but we know there are certain teams on our schedule that are going to be harder than others. What calls are we using against those teams and how can we get those calls in early enough that we get quality reps at them. The third thing you look at is, are there calls in your system that have a lot of layers? The more layered calls you have, the earlier you need to install it because the more reps you're gonna get at those calls. So if you have complex calls that may have one, two, three, maybe four or five variables in them, don't put them in 
when you're getting ready to play the team week eight. Put them in in camp, continuously practice them so you can make the mistakes in camp. So one, what are our foundational calls? Two, what are the calls we know we're going to have on our call list to beat certain opponents that are of extreme value? And three, what are your most layered calls? The ones you know you're going to need to practice constantly and consistently because either they have a lot of variables to them or you know they're specific for uh, particular situations. Red area, goal line, two-minute are examples of those situations. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective, so I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas State champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com demo and mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. We flip to the offensive side of the ball and gain perspective from Coach Drinkall on how he breaks down players into two groupings for how they will continue to both prepare for game one and further player development. In a similar manner, he discusses evaluating plays and determining what is working for the players and their execution and what will be the focus moving forward. So once the first scrimmage gets over, there's really two big pieces I recommend that I've used that have been very, very helpful. So number one is you start to, like if you grade it out or whatever, this is more from a personnel standpoint, like you grade your film or whatever, is I really try to break the kids and I stop doing like first team, second team, third team huddle groupings. And what I really try to do is much more like create two groups, like an A team and a B team for essentially. So the A team is like, these are people that are performing well enough they could go in the game. And the B team is these guys are not ready to go in the game yet. So they're a developmental group. So what the goal is with the A group is really like, hey, these are, so it might be, you know, you might have three players in that group for two receiver spots. And you might have seven O-linemen for five O-line spots, two backs for one spot, something like that. So what you do is you're essentially building all your practice reps from that point on 
of like your hey this is the 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 a squad or the the guys that are that they need to continue to develop their their palate and they also need to cross train and learn different positions or different responsibilities within that position grouping so if i'm a right tackle i play the left side or if i'm a guard i can play either side or center so on and so forth so i think that's one big one those guys getting ready to come along and, and so if they have a huddle session of let's say 10 snaps they get 10 plays in a row it might be the first team quarterbacks get seven and the next quarterback gets three or it might be five and five if it's a quarterback competition whatever if there's position at the group so one thing I, that i really like about that then is then for take quarterback for example if you by doing it that way, your one, your number two quarterback is going in with the first team O lineman and, and first team receiver. So he's he's being blocked for by people that'll be in the game and, and he's catching passes or throwing passes to guys that'll be in the game. And I think that really helps with those guys who are at that next stage of their development, the ones that are going to be playing in games. I think that helps them grow a lot. And then what that allows you to do with your B squad or your developmental group is they have to get so much better at fun, like your base plays, fundamentals, and comprehension, and you script that accordingly. So I think that's one from a personnel standpoint. And the second thing is, is that after you run your first scrimmage or two, I take the reps like, you know, the, you know, good on good reps, for lack of a better term. Every coordinator goes into it at the beginning of the year. It's like, boy, I really want to major in this, or I think we're going to do that. And like, what you think only matters some. So what I do is I run an internal analysis whenever we're tackling, and to find out, hey, boy, we are really, really good at this. And there's some evaluation tools I use in pass protection outside of sacks that are really, really helpful. But it really tells you, like, hey, this team, these players, with these guys, and these coaches, right now we're doing these things really well these things need some improvement and these things need to be thrown away. And then to me, the toughest part schematically you have as a conversation is like, boy, we're not really good at this. Well, we got to make a decision because we're at a crossroads. Do we want to continue to invest and get better at it? Or is this something we need to scrap and shelf until it can be reworked with either teaching adjustments or player execution adjustments. But those are really the two big things I do that like once you're in the middle of camp or partway through it, that have helped me continue to build a good offense. These two coaches are a wealth of information. Be sure to check our show notes in the description, as well as on coachingcoordinator.com for related episodes and links to their clinic presentations. You can't go wrong having these resources in your library. Keep joining us all season long for shorter episodes which share multiple perspectives on timely issues that come up throughout the season. Also follow us on Twitter at Coach K. Grabowski.